Sometimes I work with a client that's so far behind that what I would say is sometimes they don't even know where they're at. So they're not even really assessing things in a realistic way. They're not seeing where they are because it's not really on their radar, implementing tech, or they're just not being honest. Now, that's why it's important to assess yourself. And if you are below a seven, I want to tell you that that's kind of a danger zone. If you're a CEO, entrepreneur, or business owner that can't seem to figure out what is blocking you from attaining the next level of growth in your business, then listen up. I'm Maria DeLorenzis Reyes. I've taken what I've learned in 30 years working inside multi-million dollar corporations, building my own business, and consulting my clients, and discovered five themes that stop a business from scaling. I've created a tool to help you get the answers you need to get unstuck and unlock the next level of growth. Head over to scale.mariadr.com and click the link to get your custom Scale Factor Formula scorecard when this episode is over. Hey everybody, welcome to Finding the Upside. I'm so happy you chose to join me today. I have a shorty episode for you and I want to talk about innovation and in tech in your business. If you're a business owner or you're leading a team at a company, in a corporate job, whatever kind of role you work in, I want you to think about something. I want you to think about what level would you rate yourself in how you've implemented or adopted innovation or technology and how you've used that to drive business. And what I mean, at what level have you used innovation in tech? How would you rate yourself? What I mean by that is, have you adopted new technology as your business grows, as the industry changes? Do you change up the way you operate? Always looking to tweak processes or use a new piece of software to optimize? How would you rate yourself? And I want you to be honest. Have you committed to using innovation and making sure to step up and use cutting edge technology that's available to operate your business or produce your products or service? Why I'm asking this question is, I've worked with a lot of different clients where I've helped and, and I've seen them go through big transformations in how they operate, how they produce their products or services, how they interact with their company, with their customers and other companies, how they produce products and services, how they work together as a team, all types of scenarios and all types of different industries. And many times I'm involved in that process of assessing or analyzing what recommendation or what piece of software or what difference and changes and in innovation should we bring to get an optimal result to optimize the productivity and transform the business. Whether that's for customer interaction, whether that's for any internal process about the way the team members work or how they work, or supporting or producing products or services, or acquiring or retaining customers. Tech and innovation brought to all of those things can really transform things. And I've seen lots of companies do that and helped many do that. Now there's times that I work with a customer or a client that is really, really far behind in implementing tech and bringing innovation and changing the way they do things. 
They've dragged her feet in changing and growing, and it's really starting to bite them in the butt. They haven't kept up with the changes in business, the changes in the economy, the changes in the business landscape or industry landscape, competitive landscape. And it's really fallen, they've really fallen into a trap of like just keeping things the same and the status quo. And it's really starting to deteriorate their ability to sustain themselves. They've gotten into a, if it ain't broke, don't fix it mentality, which really can stop a business from getting into a mode of implementing technology so that they're not left behind because things move really quite really quick these days and i'm asking you that question of how you would rate yourself in this area whether you own a company whether you are working with an elite team leading that team working inside a company either way how innovative and how forward thinking have you been with regard to technology? Where are you on a scale of zero to 10? Would you rate yourself with a zero because you really have done nothing to change the way you operate? Done no techno technology advancement for a while or none at all? Or would you rate yourself at a five because you've kinda sorta reacted and applied some new tech when you had to, done the things you had to do, maybe done what your competitors have done and felt like, okay, I gotta do this, I don't have a choice. Or maybe there was some regulations or legislation that you had to comply with, so that's why you did it. Or are you at a nine or a 10, where you're always looking to find cutting edge solutions to drive your business and optimize your internal structure? Always looking for optimization, always look to improve productivity, that's going to improve workflow, and improve your customer interactions and the experience for those customers. Sometimes I work with a client that's so far behind that what I would say is sometimes they don't even know where they're at. So they're not even really assessing things in a realistic way. They're not seeing where they are because it's not really on their radar implementing tech or they're just not being honest. Now, that's why it's important to assess yourself. And if you are below a seven, I wanna tell you that that's kind of a danger zone. If you're at a seven, eight, or nine, I think you're at least in the range where you could pick up the pace, and or at least, you're kind of at least keeping up with changing things. And you've done some work each year or every couple of years. But if you're at a zero through six, being that far behind is gonna be really difficult for you to even catch up. And why I say this is, you know, I've been working with a client and I've been working with them for a long time. And my recommendation to them has always been to change things up, everything I've said, to look at different ways to change their internal process, the way the staff works, the systems that they use, implement new tech, but also address all those internal systems about the workflow to make sure that the way the work is being done is the most efficient and to change that. So new standard operating procedures, new processes that change the way the staff works or that changes the staff that they need to hire and also maybe changes staff's roles. 
And when that isn't done for such a long time, the inefficiency in the operation kind of gets tolerated. And it gets to a tipping point where it crashes and all sorts of things start to happen. Now, there's lots of reasons why companies get themselves in this situation, why business owners allow themselves to get in this situation. And there could be lots of reasons why this is. Sometimes it's that the owners just don't want to invest the money, either in bringing in the new staff that are better, that they might have to pay a little more for because they need them to have new skills that 10 years ago they didn't, or 20 years ago they didn't, or they just might need different skills that the current staff doesn't have and doesn't want to grow to gain. Or sometimes the staff themselves have not been trained in a manner to upskill to those levels. And that's on the owners and that's on the leaders to make sure that that's being done in a really comprehensive way. Not just let me show you how to do this and now you do it. Where's the manual? Where's the training program? Where's the onboarding? All those things that ensure good outcomes. Or maybe that staff hasn't been led in a way with encouragement, motivation, empowerment, or been told or shown that the expectation is, is set that we are required to adopt new ways of doing things. We're not going to keep things the same. You know, sometimes people get very comfortable and they don't want to change the way they operate or what they do in their job. And the expectation has to be there that we continue to grow, we continue to try new things. So maybe that's the reason why. Or sometimes it's also just the block in the mentality where the owners think spending money on a piece of technology or software is just gonna cost them money. Where in reality, it's actually gonna save them money in the long term. Yeah, upfront there's always a cost to adopting tech, adopting software, changing a system, training, whatever the case may be. But just looking at upfront costs is so short-sighted because what it's costing you from operating in a non-optimized way is so much more costly to your company and to your business. And especially when you've gotten to the point that you're so far behind with tech and innovation that you might not even make it. If you've waited, if you've waited so long, dragged your feet and kicked the can down the road and haven't done the things you need to do to innovate and change things up and be up to speed with current operating good business practices, you may not be able to sustain your business. And I've had it happen a few times with clients that I've worked with. Sadly, they don't always listen to my recommendation for some of the reasons that I mentioned. Or maybe it's executives at a company don't always buy in. They have a fixed mindset. They may not embrace what is being recommended or the actual reality because they think they know. They think they know what's best. Or they don't want to accept the business case that is being made for that. Or they're just sometimes in plain denial. I get that. I've seen it. But this is kind of a red flag for all of you that might rate yourself at a six or lower. If you're between zero and six, you gotta step it up. Your business is not gonna make it. 
And if you think about what is happening in your niche or your industry, and think about even what's happening in your business, how has it been operating? What has been your experience? You're not making money. If you're starting to have cash flow issues, if you're getting lots of complaints, if you've gotten bad Google reviews, you've had complaints from customers, returns, you know, whatever your business is, or your staff is so stressed that they're not even engaged. They're kind of like halfway there. You're there. You're at that tipping point where it's going to go one way and it's not going to be the way you want it. It's going to be the opposite. So take a look at where you're at and be honest. And I really encourage you to make sure that you're keeping pace with implementing tech, new systems, and being innovative. To constantly be looking at how to optimize how you operate. That's the only way to sustain yourself in business in this day and age. Things change so fast that if you're behind, sometimes it's too late to catch up. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and I look forward to seeing you next time for some more entrepreneurial real talk and goodness. Thanks and see you next time on Finding the Upside. All right, so I hope you loved this episode and found it valuable. Thanks for hanging out with me. And if you'd be so kind, if you know someone else that this will help, please share this episode with them. Just grab a link for this specific episode, text it to a friend or colleague so we can help more people like you. Thanks so much for tuning in. I will see you next time for more entrepreneurial goodness. Same time, same place on the Finding the Upside podcast.